Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker. We discuss many different aspects of learning and skill building and exploration as we let kids engage in play on this podcast. And I hope you find each week useful. I hope that the ideas and the concepts that I share inspire you to come up with your own activities, experiences, experiments, and other activities to engage the kids in your life, whether you're listening to this as a parent, a teacher, a caregiver, I'm sure we have a little bit of all of the above right now as we are all learning and parenting and living from the four walls of our homes. I hope that at this point you have found a happy medium where you don't feel like you're drowning in chaos but that you are able to maintain and overcome boredom and frustration and all of those negative emotions as well. If at any time you need extra support or extra inspiration. You can always go back and listen to previous episodes. There are tons of them at this point. You can also reach out to me directly and you can ask me your questions and I am here to support you. I offer free calls which are 30 minutes where you get to ask me questions and I create solutions for you. So I would encourage you to take advantage of that opportunity. This week, though, I wanted to talk to you about getting involved in a few different concepts. And the concept of engaged learning has come up a lot lately. And the idea that kids ask seemingly a million questions. (laughs) And sometimes that can wear on our nerves a little bit. But there's hope. I want you to use the million questions as a learning and an exploration opportunity. I want you to take those million questions and engage in conversation around them. Answering kids' questions or posing their questions back to them engages in critical thinking, as does conversation overall. So when you are having a conversation about 
junk food. That conversation requires kids to think as they're speaking. They have to think about what they've been asked. Then they have to come up with a response to what they've been asked. And this is a great way to get to know people. And this is a great way to learn new things or to gain exposure to new ideas or, in that case, new foods. But it's also a great opportunity to learn because you can ask questions that start conversations that engage learning and exploration. So you can ask a question or perhaps the child in your life has asked the question or a question similar to, what do you think birds are saying when they chirp at each other? You can give an answer to the question. You can ask them what they think birds are saying. And then you can research bird language or bird chirping, or I'm sure there's a scientific term for it that I don't know off of the top of my head, but you can dive into that question which channels some of that mental and emotional energy that all of us have pent up right now into a learning experience. I've heard a lot of you in the last several weeks and months stress about feeling as though the kids aren't learning the things that they should be or the ways that they should be or that their experience isn't beneficial. I want to reassure you that it is. And today's topic is a great example of that. Because I want to give you a whole host of inspiration that will show you that you have the tools already to engage kids in your own brand of education and exploration that reinforces learning and skill building simply by engaging, engaging in experiences. Education doesn't have to be this cut and dry thing that is very serious and lacks fun and lacks creativity. Quite the opposite. I want your kids to engage in creativity, engage in experimentation, engage in exploration. And I want you as the adults to have those experiences too. So you learn as a team. Use the kids' curiosities. Use the kids' questions. Have conversations around those things. If your child is interested in how the car runs, get dirty in the driveway and go through the different car parts. Let the kids see the engine and go through the different parts of the engine. 
and in a very age-appropriate way, experiment with how it works and what it's used for. These things are fascinating to kids and they feel important because they're quote-unquote helping mom or dad out as they're learning and engaging in something. Same thing with a chore that I talk about quite often, and it's because I enjoy doing it myself, and that's yard work. If you don't approach these things as a chore or something they are required to do, kids are actually excited to do something because they feel important as they do it, or they feel that they're helping out, or that they are accomplishing something or achieving something. So let them cook, let them rake leaves, let them help plant the garden and dig holes and plant seeds and do all of those things. And no, they're probably not going to do it perfectly, but they're going to enjoy the experience and they're going to get exposure to experiences and learning opportunities and skills that they would never get in school because they're going to get the pride of having planted the seeds or put in the flowers and then they're going to gain the responsibility of keeping it alive or in the case of a seed keeping it growing and turning into something new and by having engaging conversations you're gonna heighten and deepen that excitement and interest as they start to observe changes to the seed, going from a seed to a plant to an actual product of food. Kids are fascinated by these things, yet we as adults overlook these experiences as just simple aspects of life. They're simple to us because we're used to them, because they're common to us, but they're fascinating to children. So doing simple construction projects, building a birdhouse, putting together a, a flower bed, or building a fort, or you're going to come up with your own projects. Let the kids help. They have basic skills that need to be strengthened that are important for kids to grow as they get older. Things like eye-hand coordination, when they swing a hammer on a nail, or twist a screwdriver in the head of a screw. It's not as easy as it looks. It takes practice. Take it from me, I know. I could use some practice. Doing Robotics experiments. Kids are fascinated by robotics, whether it's basic robotics or more advanced robotics. Putting together basic robots and having robot challenges. Kids would be fascinated and excited by that entire process. So it's about thinking about education in a different way. Now, another aspect of this is letting kids explore solutions 
to their own problems. And this is about problem solving and critical thinking. Let kids come up with a plan for how to do things. So if they want to build a sandcastle, let them talk through a process of how they would do it and the tools they would need and the steps that they would take, how they would create a meal, how they would lay out a garden and how they would grow something like tomatoes. What would you need to do every day? What does a tomato need to grow healthy? Do the research together, create a plan together, and then carry it out each and every day in a little piece. Kids are fascinated by the concept of how things work. And when you get into conversations around how things work, simple things like robotics or automobiles or trains or planes or boats, these are all science, math things that kids are fascinated by and would be eager to learn about. You can learn about how a boat stays afloat. What is a boat made of? You know, what is a boat made of and why does that make it stay afloat? There's all kinds of science learning right there in those two questions. So it's all about how you go about inspiring kids to learn. It doesn't have to be difficult. You don't have to have a perfect plan to have a great learning experience. You can fly by the seat of your pants. It's okay. Follow the kids' lead. Start with something they're interested in and let them direct the learning and the exploration. You know, a minute ago I was talking about construction projects. Power tools is another good one. There's all kinds of skill building there. Same thing with farm and garden tools. You know, kids are fascinated by that stuff. They're fascinated by how a level works or what it takes to saw through a piece of wood or how you use different garden tools to do different jobs. Experimenting with these things and actually accomplishing something in the process fills kids with a sense of accomplishment and pride because they did that thing, whatever that thing is. And that's what learning is all about, is creating that excitement and that sense of pride in figuring something out. So dive into what your kids are interested in. You can also explore things like under the sea, which is one of my favorite things. Boy, oh boy, do I miss the beach right about now. <laughs> I would love to be sitting on the beach right now listening to the waves. There's so much learning in that little idea from everything from collecting seashells 
and researching the different types of seashells and what lives within seashells or did at one point. And then diving into the different species that live in a lake versus a river versus the ocean. And yes, they're all different. You could do so much learning on that topic alone. Oh my goodness. There's so much creative art there, science, language building, listening skills. You could go on and on and on with the experiences. And the learning is all hands-on, which is what I promote all the time. You can get some sand and create a little beach in your backyard. You may not have a sandbox, but heck, you can build one. If you have some scrap wood and some nails and a hammer, you can build a sandbox. Especially if you have like a patio and you just want to build a frame, you could very easily build a sandbox that could later be taken down. And you have a makeshift beach in your backyard that's no mess. You're not going to kill the grass. And you're going to have tons of fun. You can do the same thing with building a little pool. Uh, And then you can create your own little beach in your backyard. And you can order seashells or, you know, if you're allowed, you can go to your local beach safely. Or you can find all different kinds of representations of sea life or lake life or river life and have some fun exploration. And if you don't have the space for that, you can use simple dish pans and create a a sensory bin and do the same thing with water and sand and let the kids have all kinds of sensory learning and still research and explore things like seashells and fish and the different sea animals like whales and crabs and lobsters and eels and all of these different things and lake uh excuse me and fish and clams and crawfish and crocodiles and alligators and all these different things And where they live. And the learning could go on and on and on. And again, you're encouraging kids to figure out how things work. And coming up with solutions to obstacles that they might face. When you're encouraging them to do things like dressing themselves. Or creating their own meals. Or doing chores, or any number of things. Learning does not have to be hard. It can be a team effort, and it can be just as much fun for adults as it is for the kids in your life. So I hope you are hanging in there. I hope you are having a lot of fun still as you are at home, and engaging in new routines and new experiences and building relationships in new ways. Don't forget 
that learning and exploration are supposed to be fun. Believe it or not, school is supposed to be fun, too. School does not have to be formal, sitting at a desk, listening to the teacher speak, reading from a book. School, in its most perfect form, is engaging and hands-on and exciting, where kids get to experience their learning. And that's what I want you to It's what I want to encourage you to create at home. Because you can do this. You can engage in learning right alongside your kids. And it's just as good for us as it is for them. So that's what I have for you this week. I want to encourage you to learn something new. Explore a new idea and have an interesting conversation. Start by answering some of the kids' silliest questions. Nobody ever said that silly conversations can't be learning conversations. So I hope you will share some of your fun learning conversations and experiences with myself and everyone listening. I enjoy learning from you guys as much as I hope you enjoy learning from me and this podcast. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you next time.